0: Hey. Hey! Um,
1: welcome to
0: I Have, have a, strange a Strange Story, story podcast.
1: podcast. My name is Lindsay. And I'm Rebecca. And this is the podcast where two hilarious sisters retell your strange and paranormal stories and experiences.
0: Ta-da! It <laughs> that
1: always stops right there. <laughs>
0: And that's it. Yeah, um, that's what we do. And and we drink. I said
1: that we're funny and we're cute. You didn't say drink. that. I said we're hilarious.
0: And cute. And cute, yeah. 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 Don't forget that.
1: Don't forget that. Also, I can add on to my list of things is that I'm an expert on bourbon now. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I watched a documentary. Mm-hmm. Um and so tonight I am drinking bourbon neat. Ooh. As I can say. yep. Which means it's just straight bourbon. Mhm. Which means I'm straight up cute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's very proud of herself. Uh, she she showed me taking she showed me herself taking a drink of it. Uh-huh. And you were squinting your delicious. eyes like like <laughs> Everything was on fire, but...
1: Well, the issue is, is that I'm not drinking it out of a glass that you can nose out of.
0: Shut the fuck up.
1: And so, it's like a huge rim, and so, like, it burns my nose a little bit when I'm drinking, so that's why I was squinting, is because it's so... the There's so much going that I'm smelling, mm-hmm. so it's a little difficult on my sensitive senses, my olfactory system.
0: Oh my God. I
1: need to get a nosing glass for it. Well,
0: thank God. Yeah. That's what I'm going to get you for Christmas.
1: <gasps> they have these wooden oh ones God. that I think are really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just tell you: bourbon is whiskey, but whiskey's not always bourbon. Okay. Bourbon is made from 51% corn and distilleries, and you can't add color or flavors, or additives, or preservatives, or anything like that. And what gives it its color? Oh, and it has to be stored in a brand new charred charred barrel. Okay. And that's bourbon. But it's also bourbon because it's made in the United States. Okay. Whiskey is made also in the United States, but it's made outside of the United States. And so that's why they say bourbon is whiskey, but whiskey is not always bourbon.
0: Cool. There you have it, folks. Mm -hmm. This is our new show. Lindsay watches the documentary and is an expert.
1: I'm an expert, Mm -hmm. and now I drink it neat. Oh, my God. I know. I drink
0: wine neat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I drink beer neat, too. (laughs)
0: We're so sophisticated.
1: I know. And then I was gifted a bottle of bourbon and it is called um, Buffalo Trace mm. it's pretty good. I described it as warm and creamy and sweet,
0: and I was right. Wow, that was a very nice gift. <laughs> <laughs> there yeah we go.
1: <laughs> um, do you have any announcements? Mm-hmm.
0: I do because we talked. You know I do because we talked about this. Um, no,
1: I just you know we gotta. No, you today. gotta set me up.
0: Um, so, a couple of things I wanted to first and foremost thank you, Charlie, for sending us those amazing Bigfoot pamphlets. I cannot wait to dive into those. Lindsay has them right now. She's hogging them. Uh-huh. She's loving them. But yep. um, you know me, you get me, Charlie.
1: Yeah, it's like um it's they're based out of a chapter in Oregon mm-hmm. that was the um Bigfoot like society. Yeah, he t- and it goes back to the 90s.
0: Yeah, he told me that they like protect Bigfoot there. Oh my god. Isn't that so they're cool? So sweet. I know. I told him I'm like I wish that I could live in a place that protected Bigfoot. <laughs> oh
1: my god. Dude, that reminds me. Did you have you seen that video? Of some, like, strange howl coming out of the woods. Yes. Oh, my. But it reminded me of the story that Abby gave us, Uh where it was the two Bigfoot arguing. No, Abby (gasps) didn't give
0: that to us.
1: Aw, who gave us that That was Mountain Sai. Oh, I thought that was the same person. (laughs) (laughs) Rude. Okay, it's not. (laughs) Anyways, that's what it reminded me of. Yes. That howl just sounds like a huge wolf. Maybe. But a scary, like, m- like mysterious wolf.
0: Like, yeah, like a wolf that is a Bigfoot.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm, All basically.
0: right. Um, I also wanted to shout out to uh, one of my new favorite podcasts to listen to. They are called Cursed Cast, and their hosts are Cricket and Bones, oh. and they're really fucking cool. They're spooky. Um, they talk about witchy stuff. Uh, they talk about local uh like spooky lore, so there's um an episode on like the moon the moon eyed children I think ah oh, yeah, those kids <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they also go into um some of the way that they they practice they're both witches, and um they they have. I guess they worship, or maybe not worship, but they subscribe to a deity called Hecate, and it sounds oh. amazing, and yeah. um, and they're really cool. They're really nice. They've talked a lot about um, things that they find in the woods that they use like in their everyday witchy life, and I'm like, thank you. I think I told That's Cricket. Cool. I was like, girl, now I'm always looking in the woods for shit to, like, I don't know, find and burn and... Have fun with. So Dude. it's cool. Yeah.
1: That reminds me of one of my friends recently was talking about how recycling should be the last option. Yeah. And what you're supposed to do is think of, think and be conscientious about what you're buying how you use it how you can use it mm-hmm. and like reusing things instead of just recycling that's a good idea and then I felt like a huge asshole because I was like I recycle so much because I'm always <laughs> like my trash can is like empty but my recycling is like you know piled high yeah but then I was like oh
0: girl I've got so many like empty glass jars
1: I keep glass jars too because I'm like I can store yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. These. <laughs> they just sit around the house instead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, anyways, give you can give them to mom. Mom uses them all the fucking time. Yeah, I know
0: she can find a use for for almost anything. They're she's she going loves She's going home things. whenever she comes to visit me. She's gonna go home with my with my glass. My glass That's a collection.
1: good idea. You can tell her to bring us extra suitcase for that.
0: <laughs> Anyways, so um, yeah, so check out the curse cast. Um, you'll have a good time listening to them. They're really cool. And that's all cool. I got. Yeah.
1: Oh. So what's next? The storytelling maybe? Let's
0: get into it.
1: All right, let me take a drink of my bourbon.
0: Okay, let's see what she looks like when she does this.
1: I did it earlier, and I looked, look, I'm just not going to, because the thing is, is that you're supposed to be able to smell it while you drink mm-hmm. it, because then you have more of the flavor, mm-hmm. but it burns my fucking nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> so, it gets a little hard. I just need a smaller glass. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mm, that was delicious. Yeah,
0: she's does not enjoy this. I can just tell that you're faking it. Yes, I do. I am not. <laughs> she just threw it's up a little fine. bit in her mouth. I did not. No, she didn't. She didn't. She likes it. I just have to wrap my head around you drinking bourbon now. I'm a big girl now, I We're guess so. Up? I'm just a little Onion. girl. A little with my wine.
1: And I'm like, put on your big girl panties and let's drink some bourbon. <laughs> I will say this. I don't like... I watched the documentary on bourbon and I was like, this is the most romantic drink I've ever heard of in my entire life because it's also pure. There's all these regulations behind it, right? Like, it's so fucking cool how pure the ingredients are. I was like, this is the drink of Mother Earth. Oh,
0: my God. This is what... Ooh. <laughs> A little air escaped Hello. from my <laughs> from my belly into my mouth. Um, yeah, that's what she talked about last time, you guys. Like last time I talked to her, she just told talked about how romantic fucking bourbon was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so So then I watched a documentary on
0: Scotch. Oh my god, last let's night. just get into the podcast. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. Anyway, Scotch is not romantic. <sighs> I'm not into it. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> I have a story to share. Hmm. Um it's about aliens being in your bedroom. Yay! Yeah. Um. so this person who had this experience they talk about how they don't really like to talk about the experience because the more they talk about it the more that it's like prevalent in their life and it's almost like they're willing it into their life so they don't like to talk about it very much but they felt like talking about it on reddit was cathartic for them it was like an outlet for them to get out their emotions or what they had experienced Um, and basically this person sometimes questions the legitimacy of their memories, um, and has actually been diagnosed with PTSD and they think it's in relation to this experience that they had. Um, he doesn't think that he's ever going to know what really happened in the story that I'm going to tell you. Um, but here it goes. This is a two-parter and I'm only going to be telling the first part in today's episode and you guys will have to fucking listen to the next episode to get the second part okay okay so part one so this i'm just gonna wait till the dog yeah stop. i understand mom must be home mm-hmm
0: Did, I, did you see that, <laughs> that message that I got about uh, you having chili for Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you were happy that Lindsay was going to fart by herself. I thought that was great. It makes sense. You don't want to do it in front okay. of a lot of people.
1: So here's part one. So this first incident happened when the person was 11 years old. They're about in the sixth grade and it's 1989. So they had just moved to a very hot town. Um and they had moved away from a very cold town. So I guess it's more of a state than it is a town. But I've had some bourbon, so excuse me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so a few weeks into the school year, um, it was pretty warm outside, but this person lived with their stepfather. And apparently the stepfather didn't like to turn on the AC. So they all had to open their windows to kind of cool down a little bit. Um, And so he had his window open at night while he was trying to sleep. And it's about 85 degrees outside. Um, So where he was laying in his bed, he could see his window. It had vertical blinds over it. The, The blinds were closed. And he woke up and he saw lights shining through the window. And he also started to hear something that sounded like maybe a radio or people just kind of chatting. But he couldn't understand what was being said. Um, But basically it sounded like there were people talking. Um, So he tried to ignore it and he went back to sleep. And about an hour later he woke back up and it was completely dark in the room. Um, So he looked to his side and he saw what was a classic gray alien?
0: Oh, is what I like to call
1: it. Yes. I can't take uh, credit for that. Somebody else made that up and told me to say it. So I did. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a gray alien, which is a gray alien. So that means it was like three feet tall, it had big black eyes, it had gray skin. It was a classic alien that a lot of people describe. So he looks over at it and he is fucking terrified. And the alien turned and faced him, but the movement of this alien it wasn't smooth, it wasn't being like it was very slow and jerky and it was described as like stop motion. Which to me that is fucking terrifying. That's the worst. Yeah, there's a filter on Snapchat right now that looks like that. Oh no. I hate you Snapchat. I know. So, why do you hasten? Okay.
0: (laughs) Can you hear that barking? Oh, yeah, loud and clear.
1: Okay, so when the alien looked at him, it was slow and jerky, kind of like stop motion. Which is pretty terrifying um, to to consider. It's what is it? Is that movie The Ring, where the girl comes out of the well? Yes, That's like the stop motion. Yes. right? Yes, creepy dude. Fuck that. Yeah, um,
0: scary movie started putting that in with their their villains or their ghosts or whatever, and yeah. that was the worst thing they could have done ever in their life. Yeah,
1: it's a it's a really good fucking. It like is. Yeah, special effect that really creeps you out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, it turned and faced him in stop motion and. The kid just threw a blanket over his head. Classic move, right? And he tucked in all of his limbs under the blanket. He bent his legs so that his feet were not exposed. And he just started to pray. And he says at 11 years old, he wasn't religious, but he prayed to every fucking deity he could think of and just begged for help um, because he didn't know what was going to happen to him. And that he prayed basically all night for help as he laid under the covers and, um, it, he was like pouring sweat. His heart was pounding. Um, it was getting really hard to breathe, which is why I can't get under the covers. I don't know how people sleep with the blanket over their heads. Number one, I have dogs and they'll fart under there. So that's a bad, like bad news bears. But then number two, it gets hot. Like sometimes if I do, I can make a little hole and stick just my nosy out. <laughs> of the blanket. <laughs> okay. So, um, heart pounding, couldn't breathe. So it didn't come out of the blankie situation until the sun came up and the, his alarm went off for him to wake up for school. So like hours he's under the, the blankie situation. Poor guy. Um, so since that day, he always fucking slept under the covers. Even until recently, sometimes he still does it as an adult. Mm -hmm. Um, so then eventually he was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease and he thinks it's possible. Um, well, not recently. I'm sorry. As a kid, he was diagnosed with the autoimmune disease, which he thinks is linked to that possible interaction that he had with the gray Um So as he got older, he started looking for answers and he actually went to a psychic who he thought was like, maybe not accurate <laughs> in what they had told him, but they also linked that disease or the illness to the encounter that he had with the aliens. Oh um, and then eventually he went and got hypnotized because he was still seeking answers, still didn't understand everything. And he got what's called EMDR, which is eye movement desensit- desensitization uh, reprocessing therapy, which is um, usually used to relieve psychological stress. And it's usually used for people who have PTSD or PTSD or post traumatic stress disorder. Um, so that's what he got to try to cope with some of the, um, struggles that, that he's having because of this experience. So during this hypnosis, he actually remembered a little more to the story. It wasn't just one alien. There were three aliens. So one was in the room with him and the other two were outside of the window. Also a new memory surfaced. So he recalls going to the kitchen to get a drink and he says that there were aliens that were under the kitchen table that were watching him. And then he recalled that he basically was always being watched by these aliens, that they never left the house. They were always there monitoring him. Um, so he also goes on to say that even though he saw what he thought were um, the great aliens, he doesn't really like to say that that's what they were because he doesn't know. Um, he said one of the most like weird things about them is that they didn't look organic or fleshy that they almost looked fake they were very angular um, and very sharp and that kind of goes along with the, the the movements that they had too so one of the therapists suggested that he suffered abuse um, which caused PTSD um, but through all the therapy nothing ever surfaced that revealed that he'd suffered abuse and also doesn't explain what happened once he moved away from the house, away from the person who maybe could have abused him. Um also a new memory surfaced from the time that he was around seven or eight years old. So this is weird. It almost seems like it's a dream and not a memory. Mm-hmm. Um but he says that he stood in the snow in the middle of the night it was cold. He was barefoot, and he was with a woman who was very tall, and she had on a red dress, um, but she was one of them. She had a big head, gray skin, and big black eyes. Um, she was just taller than they were, so he felt safe with her. He says he felt like it was like a mother figure. Um, and they were all walking somewhere, and he doesn't know where they were walking to. There were ships in the distance, um, and he specifically remembers his body being very warm, but all around him, it was cold and it was dark. And he speaks to this as being a very familiar feeling. It's comfortable because it was lonely and it was isolating. And whenever he, the best way to describe it is whenever you're taking a hot shower on a cold night. It's the best way to describe how it felt. Mm. Which means, I mean, I fucking hate getting out of the shower when it's cold. <sighs> in the bathroom it's miserable mm-hmm. what the fuck is the point of shaving your legs <laughs> there's no point my friends because when you get out it's cold and all the hair just comes back <laughs> like fuck the winner for that <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> well okay so that's part one of his story so I'm gonna finish the rest of the story next time didn't a newscaster used to say that
0: Paul Harvey
1: Paul Harvey, mm-hmm. get out of here. Yeah, I don't know. That name doesn't even seem real.
0: Paul Harvey. You're not with even the real. rest of the story. That was a long time <laughs> ago. That was like in the I 80s so and 90s. Old. I know.
1: I'm so old.
0: Yeah. That's a great story. His um depiction of the gray aliens or the graylians.
1: Uh, uh-huh. Graylians.
0: Grealians as we're calling mm-hmm. them now. Um mm-hmm. TM, by the way. Um <laughs> is Fairly common from people who experience yeah. this kind of thing.
1: Yeah, and I went in. I started looking into research with um, alien encounters, mm-hmm. and I found some research that was talking about how our brain always tries to compartmentalize things that we see or experience, and sometimes that we compartmentalize them erroneously, or we tr- we try to find reasons for whatever happening. And it, it went into some of the top things that are debunked that people talk about was possibly aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I thought it was going to go somewhere, but it really didn't go anywhere. The best thing I got out of it is, you know, that some of the theories that aliens built the pyramids. Um, yeah. Racist this was like, that's Yeah. They were like, it's not fucking true. They were like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, there's a ton of research that, that the Egyptians were like fucking, what are they called? engineers Mm -hmm. and they fucking did it yeah (laughs) like it's documented how they did it like it's not um mysterious or anything and so you know it was just talking about some of those things but we'll we will insert something to make us more comfortable or or to understand why maybe something occurred Mm -hmm. or why we think we saw something and he said that he thought this is why um this happened quite often with alien sightings or alien encounters Mm -hmm. is because it's us trying to place something in there which i think may have been why somebody had suggested this person had been abused Mm -hmm. maybe they thought that's what they were doing is replacing this memory trying to make sense of something or you know whatever right um but that's a bold that is a bold fucking theory my friend
0: it sure is yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm not a
1: therapist, and I didn't speak to this person.
0: Yeah, I, I think to discount somebody's experience as what you saw wasn't true, and it's mm-hmm. just your mind trying to protect you, I feel like is is not good therapy, for one. You know, but... Um, but I guess also that uh, wow, I just had a total mind blank because I I'm mean, having. This is really good. Because You're I'm because really I'm. I know it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> but it's but it's also but like what kind of trust can you build with a therapist that it's like you were probably just abused, and yeah, it, it, I mean. Who knows what, what goes on? I can't say one way or, or another. Um, obviously, nobody can say except for the person that experiences. But why would your, if your mind is trying to protect you, I think this is where I was mm-hmm. going. If your mind was trying to protect you from a traumatic experience, why would it? give you another traumatic experience, another traumatic
1: experience. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't know man it's uh it's a common theory mm-hmm. is that our minds will replace something with another memory to protect ourselves i don't know i don't know the science behind it or why that would happen mm-hmm. there's an animal trying to get in here i don't know if you hear heard that i heard a scratch someone is it's Someone fine. is slamming their body up against the door. I don't know who it is.
0: <laughs> They're desperate. <laughs>
1: oh, my oh, my God. I've been up since 2.30. Oh, my. Because there were animals slamming their bodies up against the door. Trying <laughs> to <laughs> get in here. I'm done. I didn't even work out today. So tired. I, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> well, why don't you just sit back and relax, and I will tell you my story. Okay. Okay. Take, take a little nap. Yeah. I'll wake cest you la vie. up. Cest la vie, you guys. Cest la vie. That is what Lindsay is wearing. That's on her t-shirt. If you can tell me cest what la vie. cest la vie means... You're a cool you person. You get a free shirt. <laughs> you get a free shirt. Okay. I mean, we've got some. All right. So, sest la vie. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've got this story. And mine is okay. also going to be a two-parter. Um, and the amazing part about this, the amazing thing about this to me is that um, this person agreed to... Um, to share their story in the hopes of maybe getting some feedback so if anybody has um, experienced something like this before or has um any words of wisdom or anything like that um you know let us know and maybe we can relay a message to them Maybe we can get in touch. I don't know. It doesn't matter because I'm going to leave their uh, Reddit handle in the show notes because they said that that's fine. Um, they do want to remain anonymous, so they used, like, a different um, handle than what they typically do. So it's totally anonymity. And anonymity. That was...
1: Anonymity. Yeah. Anonymity. Anonymous.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Good job. Okay. Anonymous.
1: Yeah. I'm
0: totally finding me Nem- finding Nemo right now, like seeing no, him. No, no, no. But anyways, uh, so two part experience, possibly more part experience. Um, I would really appreciate anybody's feedback. Um, if you want to hear more about the story, I have two stories from this person, but this is stuff that has happened over a lifetime. I want to hear the rest of this. If you want to hear the rest of us, of this, please let us know. Um, that's how they're going to be okay with us telling the story. So anywho, I'll begin. Like I said, all of this person's life, they've had um, weird paranormal experiences um, and unexplained situations, and that's kind of shaped them into the person that they are today. So this story is about their first experience. So they were about six or seven years old, and they lived in Wyoming in a trailer with their mom. Single mom, raising a kid, doing her thing. Um, They had a cool house. It was on a little plot of land that had a steep slope in the backyard. Um, And due to their mom's work schedule, they spent a lot of time alone. So I'm just going to caveat with that with they had a babysitter every once in a while but i think that probably some things came up and mom was like i have to work being a single mom is hard you have to pick up ships whatever you can um and so they were like you're cool at home by yourself and the kids like fuck yeah i'm okay um because they were able to entertain themselves so some of their favorite things that they did were they would ride the ride their bikes in their neighbor in the neighborhood with the kids and they loved watching television which Obviously, who doesn't? So, this happened one night, and it was just like any other. Um, Their mom was working late, and this kid was home alone. Um, Bedtime was at between 9 and 10 p.m., but did they follow that? Of course not. Um, So, they stayed up late, and they like to watch Tales from the Crypt. Yes. Yes! Like, Oh my god, dude! What a fucking brave child!
1: Yeah, because
0: Tales from the Crypt, just that dude was fucking the Crypt yeah, Master. Yeah, he was yeah. totally creepy. Um, so and they had kind of a plan. They knew because their mom worked late. They knew. Okay, the show starts by the second episode. Around the middle, I'm gonna have to turn off the television and pretend like I'm asleep, <laughs> yeah. so they would um, get in their pajamas. They had their bed already, and uh, whenever the mom came, they would they would rush to bed. So this one night, they were watching television, um, and it was about mid episode, and they noticed that headlights were coming through the window in the living room. And they were like, oh, no, she's going to w- catch me watching television. I'm going to get in trouble. And so they uh, they turn off the television real fast and then run and jumped into bed and pretended to be asleep. So at this point, I'm going to tell you what the layout of their home was like. So okay. the door was in the middle of the house. <laughs> if the, you know what I mean. When you open up. Okay. It's in the it's in the middle, so to your left.
1: Only when you open it,
0: okay. Right, there's not a door in the <laughs> middle of the house. It's just in the middle of the outside. You get it. Um, so, anyways, um, to the left, whenever you walk, whenever you walked in, was the kitchen, and then behind the kitchen was uh, their mom's bedroom, and then to the right was uh the living room or i guess in front of them was a living room and then it was their bedroom and then there was a little bathroom off to the side um so the kids bed was up against the wall in a way that they whenever they laid on their side they could see straight down the hall they could see all the way to the kitchen
1: uh that's kind of creepy man uh
0: i guess depending i mean if that i mean some people need to see that stuff so um so that's what they did So they were in bed, um, and they were waiting for their mom to come in, and, like, normal, she would come in and probably check on their kid and say goodnight or whatever, but, but this time, nothing happened. Um, the lights were still on outside, and they were shining into the living room, and so this kid waited a few minutes, and nothing happened, and then they began to worry, like, well, this is strange. Um, But soon after, they started to hear some scratching noises that were coming from a vent under their bed. So at this point, this doesn't alarm them too much, because they live in the desert. And they're used to hearing rodents and prairie dogs. And so they figured, you know, it was probably some type of varmint, you know, getting into the air ducts or trying to get out or whatever, But as they listened, they noticed that this scratching was slow and methodical.
1: No. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And so they were listening to the scratching when suddenly their two cats started just fucking panicking. They were panicking. They were screaming. And they ran into the bedroom like they were being chased. No. (laughs) Dude, they they went fucking nuts. They were running up the walls. They were yowling. They were scratching. They were jumping. Um, And then all of a sudden, the outside lights shut off, and the cats stop. The scratching noise stops, and the cats are fucking gone. So at this point, this kid's really scared now. Yeah. And they're lying in bed, and they're watching the hallway, and they're watching the kitchen. And then suddenly, the bedroom light just turns on. But it gets fucking bright, like brighter than usual. Um, so the bathroom that's right outside their bedroom door is shut, which, which it which it does, which it do. Um, but they start hearing the doorknob like jiggling, and so they get freaked out. They do the thing, they put themselves cl- completely under the covers, and. They start crying. They're like, "Why isn't my mom here? Where is she? What's going on?" Um, they're under a thin sheet, and they can see through the sheet, and they see their bathroom light just start turning on and off. Mm-hmm. But as suddenly as it starts, it stops. So all the lights go off, and it gets quiet. And so I think the kids starting to calm down. They pull the covers off slowly. And looks around. So there's no lights, there's no sound, there's just no cats, no doors jiggling. It's completely quiet and dark. But one of the strangest things they've ever experienced starts to happen next. The kitchen okay, light. Ready. Okay. Okay. Well, I was gonna. I was gonna go on anyways. Um, the kitchen light. Uh, starts to turn on. It's on, not starts. It just turns on. <laughs> All right. I
1: was like, this is a real slow <laughs> no, Yeah, no.
0: The kitchen light turns on like a normal okay. light does. <laughs> All right, good. And then, one by one, each of the drawers, each of the cabinets, each of the cupboards start to open and close. And they do it slowly and in order. So, like, just one right after the other. One opens, and then it closes. Another one opens, and then it closes.
1: I mean, this is pretty freaky.
0: It is freaky. They say it's as if an invisible force was rummaging through their kitchen. They said even the refrigerator and the freezer were open and closed. And they just watched this. Almost like... No. Yeah, I know. Um, they <laughs> they just watched it. Almost like they were... Um, in a trance and so much so that they didn't realize that the bedroom light had turned back on. Mm -hmm. And then what kind of broke the trance was they heard a creak of the door opening. And so that broke the trance. They looked at the door and then all of a sudden, all the cabinets, all the drawers, the refrigerator, the freezer, everything flung open and the bathroom door flung open. And after that, the kid blacked out.
1: I mean, I don't think I'm going to be able to sleep by myself tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little scared of this story.
0: Well, you've got cats and dogs, so there's that.
1: I mean, but they're worthless. <laughs> they're worthless. They're chihuahuas. They'll bark
0: at you all night long to keep you up. <laughs> um, so the next day, they woke up, and they remembered everything. Um, so they ran into the living room. It was morning, it was daylight, everything looked better, and their mom's car was out in the driveway. And so they ran into their mom's bedroom, and they just started crying, and they were like, where were you last night? Why weren't you home? And why weren't you home at the normal time? And, you know, just, I think, panicking and upset. And their mom looked at them, and they were like, I was here right on time you were knocked out cold whenever I came in, you were snoring in bed asleep. And she said, Oh, by the way, you left the fridge door open. Just remember, don't do that anymore because you know, food will spoil. Um, so they were confused because none of this added up. The occurrence they said lasted for about an hour. And, um, and the, from the time that her mom said that she got home and from everything that happened, it just didn't make sense. There was no way that she got home and, you know, everything was fine, except yeah. their fridge door being opened. Um, so this happened. Um, She never told her, or I don't know if it's a she or he, but they never told their mom because... <laughs> They didn't want a babysitter. <laughs> so <laughs> they, they chose Tales from the Crypt over babysitter and safety, which, fine. I get it. Um, but not t- too much longer after that they moved. They never found their cats. Yeah.
1: So the cats were inside and literally disappeared yes. from being inside. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fucking weird. It is.
0: It's scary. So...
1: I mean, that's a pretty surreal story. It is
0: so strange, isn't it? Yeah. And so this was the first time something weird happened to them. I have the second part um, that I'll talk about in the next episode. So the thing is, is I don't want to... I don't even want to hypothesize or guess what this could possibly be because the next story is something completely different
1: all right well Mm -hmm. my one thing is you took the gravestones but you left the body (laughs) (laughs) that's all i have to say about this really no i don't think i have an opinion yet yeah i just know it's creepy it is creepy it reminds me of I don't know what it reminds me of, but I do know I'm going to think about it tonight. I'm probably going to wake up and think about it. (laughs) And I'm not going to be able to go back to sleep.
0: You're welcome.
1: Dang. Yeah. Um, It does somewhat remind me of whenever you and I used to stay up and watch Beavis and Butthead. And then mom (laughs) caught on. Do you remember the night she caught on? Mm -mm. She like opened the door and was like, well, and she had a smile. She would always smile when we were in trouble. Oh, yeah. She's like, what are you watching? And we were like, oh, uh, nothing. And she was like, Beavis and Butthead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Was, those, were, those were bad cartoons to watch, apparently.
1: Th- that's the only thing we were not allowed to watch. We weren't allowed to watch MTV
0: reason. at all, period. Yeah, we were. VH1 was fine.
1: Oh, yeah. you're right. They I had forgot They had
0: wholesome videos.
1: They had pop-up video. Pop-up video. Pop-up video.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Somebody should do that again because that was kind of fun. They would put silly little. It was good. Anyways. So (laughs) you guys, just let me know um, what y'all think about this story. If you have any feedback, I would love to hear it. I can relay it to the experiencer and also let them know that you want to hear the next uh, story after the second story. You want to hear yeah. about their whole life.
1: And also, tell us if you like bourbon or, or scotch.
0: Yeah, do that too. And what?
1: Yeah, and what bourbon is your favorite? And don't I sound like an expert? Scotch, scotch, scotchy, scotch, scotch, scotch. scotch, scotch. <laughs> that was on the documentary. It was kind of cute. That's cute. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Did you know that while you were reading your story, there were dogs scratching on my door and I got up and I let them both in?
0: Oh, you have a little doggos yeah. joining
1: us today? Yeah, I have. Um, Dexter has joined us. Nice. And then Zoe joined
0: oh, us. Hey, as dogs. Well.
1: But Dexter, when I put him on the bed and I got on the bed, I kind of had to lay down to get on. Mm-hmm. And my face went near his and he licked it and it made me mad. <laughs> <laughs> It was completely uncalled for, and I don't understand why he did it.
0: Nobody (laughs) nobody wants to be licked by a dog. I mean, some people do, but, like, only if you consent to it.
1: Well, only if it's your dog, usually. True. Yeah. Anywho. Other people's dogs, you're like, ooh, germs. But if it's your dog, you're like,
0: I love it. Oh, your tongue can go in my mouth. It's fine. Yeah.
1: You're like, get in there.
0: Oh, God, you never know with my dog. We were walking at the park the other day. Yeah. She ate like a giant deer turd. She fucking loves (laughs) horse turds, (laughs) too. She loves it. I'm like, I will never. And she, this is going too far. I'm not going (laughs) to. It's fine. My cat, my dog likes to eat poop. What dog doesn't?
1: Yeah, all dogs Mm -hmm. like that. Dexter was like, I just ate some doo Let me give you kisses.
0: <laughs>
1: let me give you kisses. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> Anywho. Well, I mean, I guess that's all we've got for today. Yeah. So send us in what bourbon you like, what scotch you like. Tell us about what you think about the story Rebecca read. Yeah. And any ideas you have about it. And then if you have your own story that you would like us to read, you can send it to podcast at gmail.com. And we will share it with the world. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Yeah. We are your platform.
0: Your voice to the voiceless.
1: Yeah. Yes. I mean, you probably
0: have a voice. Or if you don't, that's you know, fine. I know too. you do too, but whatever. Um, subscribe, rate, and review us if you do any of those things. Actually, if you review us and give us a good review, because we like good ones. Um, take a snapshot of your review... Send it to us in an email with your physical mailing address and we will mail you some stickers. We haven't done that in a while, so... No. We want get, to get you guys these stickers, so...
1: We're due to send out some stickers. We want to send out we some also, stickers. We also have t-shirts and pins. Mm-hmm. Like little button pins. Yeah, we
0: were going to put those in Etsy, but that never happened.
1: I, I started an Etsy account, but then I never put We'll <laughs> do that maybe. I'll do that maybe. <laughs>
0: um, if you'd like to send us any um, any more Bigfoot pamphlets or um, if you have a weird cryptid that's protected in your state or your country and you want us to know about it, if you're uh, subscribed to a chapter that protects cryptids, we'd love to read that stuff. Send it to P.O. Box 2292, Georgetown, Texas. That's G-E-O-R-G-E-T-O-W-N seven eight six two seven and we'll be back next time yeah just like always yep
1: (laughs) alright I guess until next time Bye.
0: Bye. bye